Hello and welcome to the Betting Brothers Podcast for week number 11. It is Friday, November 20th, 2015. And I'm your host, Joe News. I'm here with my brother and co-host. James News. James, give your name out so everybody knows. And um, we're here to break down the picks each and every week and look for betting angles for the average better each and every week on the upcoming NFL games. Uh, we start this up like we always do every week and recap what we mm-hmm. did last week, or I should say what we didn't do last week, mm-hmm. uh, which is me going uh, one and two against the spread with my picks, uh, winning a uh, nice one with Pittsburgh, but losing a horrible one with the Cincinnati over, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, the Monday night game over. Yeah, that's right. And uh, losing out with Baltimore, even though I think they played a better mm-hmm. game. He turned the ball over four times. Could have went the other way. Three times in the, the red zone. Yeah, I agree. Could have went the other way. It wasn't I, a horrible I, one. I can't dwell on my losses. Yeah. i got to pick it up. And uh, this is the time where i got to come back into it. My, so what are you sitting at overall? My now? overall record right now for the year is 16 and 19. Three games under 500, mm. which is not good. That's so uncharacteristic not where I of you, buddy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not much better. Uh, I went 1-2 and two last week as well. Lost a really bad one on St. Louis. They just didn't show up. Uh, Tennessee as well was in there up until the fourth quarter and just kind of poo-pooed it away in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then I hit the big winner with Houston, whoever I won. So I didn't even need all those nice points. Pick, the way, nice pick on that one. So that leads me to a 15-15 and 15 against the spread record overall. So I'm sitting at 500 and I don't like to be there. And I'm usually at week 11. Or sorry, by week eleven, I'm usually not at fifteen and fifteen. Yeah, I said, got at least a couple of games over five hundred. We, we said this all last week. So there's no excuse because we said no. this last week. We should have performed. Yes. We both were one and two. Yes. We need to get this winning week. We need to get this three and zero. Or at least I got three picks this week. I need mm-hmm. to get the three and zero. I got two this week. I think week eleven is pretty hard, but. If you're ready to get into VIX, I say let's get into it and do this. Let's get into our best bets for the week. Uh, We'll start with the first one uh, that we're both on in this game. And that would be the New England... The New York York Jets. Jets. New York Jets. My New York Jets. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yes. The New York Jets are getting three points uh, currently against the Houston Texans in Houston. The over-under is 40 and a half. We are both on the, the side here on the New York Jets getting the three points. Yeah. Now, I like a lot of factors in this game leading up to, mm-hmm. to why I picked the Jets. Not only just a homer pick of mine because mm-hmm. they're my team, mm-hmm. but Houston as a small dog is typically a horrible spot to play them. They're one and nine against the spread as a, as a dog of three or po- three points or less in their last ten, mm-hmm. and they're all five and one against the spread as a small dog at home. Mm. And they're so, coming off a short week now. They are coming off, and exactly that's another thing I say. Mm-hmm. They're, they're coming off a short week, which adds to my next point, which they're two and five against the spread on a short week. Mm, yeah, there you go. And they're not a, again. Usually, the good teams that are good off short weeks are usually. I mean, good teams are usually the ones that are, that 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 win off a short week. Houston is not considered a good team. No. They're not going to be good in the short week. Next thing for for uh, the Jets in this game is that Houston is banged up. Like you said, coming off that yeah. short week. But not only the short week, but they played a Monday night uh, game against a tough, hard-fought Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Defense, and yeah. I said it before in previous podcasts. 
the week after playing Cincy, teams get banged up. And it showed again last week yeah. when I picked Pittsburgh to beat Cleveland and they outright destroyed yeah. them. Yeah, and mind right. you, it was Cleveland. Yeah. But again, this trend has been following throughout for everybody yeah, you, the week after Cincinnati. You did the, you did compare them to Seattle uh, years ago exactly. or last year, year before. Yeah. Uh, where they're generally, uh, when you play Seattle, the team the next week doesn't show up. We're just too banged up. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, not to uh, also to mention about the banged up and injuries. We're having a new QB coming in for Houston. Right. Right. Because Hoyer's got knocked out, and they already dropped Mallet maybe two weeks ago. I think they they released him. So they're. Throwing in uh, T.J. Yates. Well, they started. They played him last yeah. game too. Yeah, he only played in the fourth quarter, though. I believe that's when right, uh, right. got was, injured in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter play, so, well, so yeah, quarter. and he threw that one fluky touchdown, in my opinion, where Denard or um, Hopkins just jumped up and grabbed whatever was there. You know. Well, yes, I'll touch on that. Yates is coming in for mm. starting quarterback after the heart concussion. Yeah. Yates, this is going to be Yates' first game as starting, his first game as a starter since 2011. Mm, wow. So he's never actually played Have the role fun. as a starting QB. He's coming in in relief. And again, in those games where he's coming in relief for the Houston Texans, and it was yeah. an inept effort. As you saw last week, he went like 5 for 11 when he came in. He did get that touchdown, yeah. but come on. His it, stats it, are not... It's just still TJ Yates, and it's, that was probably the best yeah. game he came in and played in, in relief. It doesn't look right, too, when you're throwing in. TJ Yates has to be thrown into the game now, playing, in my opinion, and stats-wise, a top-10 defense. So, I, it's not looking good on Houston's side there, you know? Right. Another thing to add to it, another, another intangible to add, mm-hmm. is that this is Fitzpatrick's first game back against his own team. Oh, that's right. I didn't even know about that intention, but that's right. He used to play for Houston. He used to be the Houston starter. Last year, he he, not only was he played for Houston, yeah. he was let go yeah. by Houston. But mind you, is his finger still having is, a problem is, or an issue? His, throw, his thumb on his non-throwing hand mm-hmm. is an issue. But again, it's his non-throwing hand. He has that uh, glove that he's yeah. been wearing, that special glove. And he will be playing Sunday. And he will be playing. Yeah. He will be playing Sunday. Especially, he's not going to pass mind you, I just want to Mind you, I just want to put out... Even if it's Geno Smith, I still think I like the Jets. I don't think Okay, as a Jets fan, different. I will stop you right there. No. You no, know, eh? We so need a Jets Patrick in that game. As a Jets fan, I do not feel confident that Geno Smith can win any game. So, <laughs> yes, I, I would disregard that, that little tidbit that you threw out there. It's not like last week with Landry or, or Michael Vick or no. whoever was playing quarterback for Pittsburgh could have won that game. It's not the same as this. Houston still can show up for some games, at least defensively. Offensively, I don't see them doing nothing in this game with TJ Yates as a quarterback. Yeah. And another trend, just to top it off to throw uh, Jets' way, is that this year they're 4-1-1. and one, Oh, sorry, not this year. The last six on the road, they're 4-1-1 and one against the spread in the last six on the road. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I've exhausted all my points on no. why I love the Jets this week. And I see it as a big bounce-back spot. After Houston, I'm a short week. Yeah. Playing Cincinnati. That and is, mind you, Houston's on a short week, but the Jets are kind of on an extra long week preparation because they played on Thursday. That is true. Last week. That is so true. they have I a couple of that extra point. days to practice for this game. It did help them get a so, little bit healthier for this yeah, game, too. So I think, I think it looks like it should be a nice bounce-back win for the Jets. Can I trust your Jets, Joe? 
As long as it's under a field goal, I I, don't, I feel confident. Or at a field goal, Or at a field goal or under, yeah. I feel confident the Jets yeah. take care of business. You're yeah. just asking them to basically win the game yeah. here, and that's what they're going to do. Again, yeah. it's, it's totally different if you ask me to give a touchdown to them. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. Okay, so we're both on the Jets, and like I said, generally when we're both on the side and we lay it as a bet, it generally wins. Right? Didn't happen last week, I don't believe, but generally we do. Uh, we, we, we've been bucking that trend a little bit the last couple of weeks, but yeah, overall we, we're still in the, we're still in the, yeah. in, in the red, or in the black. Yeah, in the black yeah. uh, let's move on. You want me to take the next yeah, game? Yeah, you can take the next game. Oh, since you only got two, sure, yeah. I'll take the next yeah, game. Yeah, take the next game. Next game we're going to, uh, one of my favorites for the year, jokingly saying that, is, oh. a, is, a, total, is a total play. Oh, really? <laughs> it is a, it is yeah, a total play. Again, this is a follower fade play, but again, I'm not going to start stop passing playing the totals because it's been working for me for years. This is the biggest, this is the worst year of having ever for totals. Let me ask you, are you going to use Walt Anderson again? It's Walt Anderson Walt Coleman. or it's Walt Coleman, Coleman? Sorry, it's Walt Coleman involved. Oh, no, I think, uh, no. I think I'll be leading off for that one for the next couple of games at least for him. So why do we does. go? What, so why did you spit it out? What's this game now? It's this big under? It's an over. Oh, it's an over. It's okay. an over in a non-conference, non-division game between the Indianapolis Colts and the Atlanta oh, Falcons. Total is set at 47. I believe this is going to fly over the total. Both teams are coming off their buys. So they're going to be well-rested, well-ready to play this game. Now, Indianapolis is not going to have Andrew Luck. They're going to have Matt Hassel back. But, mm-hmm. but he has been more efficient... With the that offense, is true. he has been with the offense of the games he started versus the games that Andrew Luck has started. So this is actually, if I don't see a big drop off, if any, if if there is a drop off, if not, like I'm saying, most. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't think there will be a drop off here. If anything, there'll be a little bit of a boost to the Indianapolis squad here with him playing. Uh, on top of that, like I said, coming off their buys, a stat to go with that is that Atlanta is 6-2 and two over uh, after coming off a bye in their last eight games, whereas Indianapolis is 6-1 uh, and one over in their last seven coming off of a bye. And four of, six, uh, four of those last six, of those six wins were previous, were the last four in a row have went all over after the bye. Um... Again, I think both teams are going to be well-rested for this game. And it is a non-conference I pointed out how it's a non-conference game. A non-conference game, non-conference games typically fly over the total as well. Because both teams are not, they're not in that hard-fought, oh, division, we can't give up any points here. And they don't know each other as well because they don't play each other as much. Exactly my point. So this is why I'm liking... Indianapolis this week, or sorry, they over in the Indianapolis Atlanta game over 47. Another trend I could throw on to add to that is uh, they're four in these four and one over versus teams above 500, so they do tend to play up to those teams. Uh, again, the main thing is they're both well rested. They're both going to fly over the total, and again, it's not too high of a total to take. Okay, well, <laughs> let, let me just be a contrarian for a bit. 100 percent sure. I love and, that. and 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 uh, and and mention how Atlanta. Run defense is uh, third best in the league, so I didn't think they're gonna be running the ball. But I don't, yeah. But again, you don't. I am thinking Hasselback would want to try to run the ball because it's Hasselback, right? Any teams gonna want to establish a run, but whether or not they're gonna 
rely on that run for 20 carries or rely on it for yeah. 15. That's a big difference now, in the game. Now, that goes out the window if they're already down 14 nothing in the first quarter to Atlanta. Well, that's great for my they, over. Yeah, they're even great. So that that, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually hoping for that to now. happen. Yes, and it's going to be one team is going to have to come back. And again, if you want to play the catch-up game too. Atlanta's been trailing in every game going into yeah. the fourth quarter this year. So, but, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm just trying to... I, I'm just thinking you might be selling Atlanta's defense a little too short because they rank 15th in the league, but I think they're actually a little bit better, in my opinion, over that. The last three games out of four, um, the defense average only averaged, uh, only gave up an average of 15 points per game. So they have have been stopping teams in terms of actually scoring. But again, I will point out that some of those teams have been a San Francisco, a Tampa Bay which is not the greatest of, correct, of correct. offenses. So, again, that's just something that you can look at on the side for an under game if it's going to go under. Uh, but, again, but I, I, think I, the, like, I like the situation factor that they're both after by well-rested. They mm. both have some time to prepare for this game. And uh, a little extra time to prepare for this game. Mm. And as well as... Um, oh, sorry. And the trends mm. favor the over after the buy. So mm-hmm. they both have some time mm-hmm. to prepare for this game. And... Uh, uh, to get their offenses adjusted and proper again. Atlanta used to be the high scoring early in the season up until the last couple of games. So, yeah, maybe they'll get back into the 20s and 30s. Oh, sorry. The mm. biggest factor, like I was going to say, is not only the bye, but also it's a non-conference game. These, tend, oh, yeah, that's these right. tend to fly over. That's I like right. to take the over. That's and there's right. a lot yeah. of them going yeah, on this There's weekend. a lot of them going on, yeah. But I can see... I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I, can, I can see it. I mean... Indy's defense is not too tough. Atlanta can probably put points, but... I think it's I mean, more so Indy's, Indy's offense is underrated with Hasselback. People are dismissing Hasselback. Yeah. As yeah, not can see that. put up a lot of points. But yeah. he, did, he did do I some mean, good things yeah. in his two games that he did start. Uh, so let's move on to... I'm done with the, okay. with giving my reasons on that one. Uh, okay. Let's move on to Let me pick. go to my other pick. Uh, I'm taking... I'm actually taking points again. Chalk. And I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles at home to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm in disagreement with you on right now. Now, Philadelphia. Um, there's a couple intangibles going Philadelphia's way in this game. First, with, the, with an upside loss last week at home. This, to me, becomes a more crucial, important game for Philadelphia to win. They can't drop this game. Now, they're going into this game with a big celebration for the 35th anniversary of that 1980s Eagle team that made it to the Super Bowl. I did not know that. Did not win it, but the place is going to be rocking there. Um, On top of some of the intangibles, you're going to have a couple of key players defensively back for Philadelphia, D'Amico Ryans and... um, and uh, Thurman, Thur- Thurold, sorry, um, another safety back. Yeah, yeah. So they'll shore, shore up defensively. Um, and then on top of that, you have an, a ne- next factor with, um, um, with, with, with a next factor that I have looking deeper into it is, is something that's kind of a trend for both teams this year. Uh, this season, after a win, from for Tampa Bay, they generally they follow it up with generally with a loss. Uh, whereas Philly, 
yeah. this season, trend-wise, after a loss, they generally follow it up with a win. So again, I see the trend continuing here with Tampa Bay winning last week and then losing this one and Philadelphia losing last week and winning this one. With also, in the, in the losses last week, you know, Philadelphia last week lost to Miami at home, but prior to the week before, they won a huge game on a Sunday night against Dallas, which for them cemented, cemented their foothold against Dallas in a tie-break in that division. Tampa Bay last week came off really a win that they kind of squeaked out. They won 10-6 in Dallas where they were yeah, losing they all the game, game couldn't move the ball, and then the last two minutes drove the ball down the field to take the win against Dallas in that game. I think it's a phony, fraudulent win. Yeah, no, because they played good defense in that game. But I don't think I don't give the offense any credit for Dallas because they're playing, you know, I I they just don't have a great offense this year without Romo. I just, you can see it clearly. Can't score many points. Seattle, they okay, only put I'll up 12. Last week, they only put up 6. Okay, I'll give you that point. But what... Now... When, when has Philly covered a spread of, of 6 points? No, this more? year... This year... This year, they haven't covered many spreads that they have high spreads. I would agree. But this, I think, will buck the trend this week. Just simply because they're playing Tampa Bay that has to go on the road. And they themselves are starting a rookie QB this season. So now again, right, he's going not, on the I, I road. I agree it's not a good spot for Tampa no. Bay. I agree with that. But again, I just feel that the it's there's value. The value is on Tampa Bay. And I just, I just can't bring myself to play a two-touchdown favorite. I mean, a two-field goal favorite here, six points. Now, I would argue that the value, like, that the value is on Tampa Bay just because I think you getting the line of under a touchdown, I think it's fine for Philly, Philly to cover here. Right, I think right. Philly will be able to run the ball in this game. And by running the ball, they control the clock, control the game. And with their defensive players coming back, I think that's where you'll see the difference especially. You know, Jameis Winston going against Chip Kelly in this defense, I think he'll have something special you know, dialed up uh, defensively that I think you're going to see turnovers for Winston. And and you're going to see Sanchez, who is now the QB coming in because Bradford's out, right. going to be able to score. And I again, you I don't... This. I, I don't this, you're saying this to a Jets fan. I right? don't put... Listen, I don't <laughs> put much of a big difference between Sanchez or Bradford. I think Sanchez actually knows the system, can go in there and run it well. Last week when he had to come in, last week not much difference between him and Bradford. Now last week when he had to come in, there was problems with handoffs between Murray, Demarco Murray, and 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 Mark Sanchez. But both teams have a full week to prepare to fix that problem and that issue. Aside from that, I think they can go out and score points here. I think the defense will keep this low. I'm looking at somewhere between like a 21-10 score because again. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be able to score. They may be able to move the ball, but when they get in that red zone, I think you're going to have problems when you get closer in the red zone. So this game, uh, I like Philly covering this game with their defense. Sure, I respect your opinion on the game, but again, I feel that Philly's defense, I think you're looking at, you're overvaluing Philly's defense as well. They're not a great squad. With these guys coming back, they may have potential to be, but I'm just, I just can't, 
I'm not ready to, 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 to bet on the team that can't show me that they can cover that. It, it, and listen, and that's fair enough. And that, that's exactly fair enough. That, that you know, I, I, that, that's the way you feel. That's fair enough. You know, I well, just, good luck to you. And again, I don't. I, I, I think it's a perfect spot for Philly to to bounce back and actually win by double digits. And again, I'm leaning the yeah. other way on that. But again, I have no real reason other than I feel that there's value there on the on the on the line. See, I don't. Like I said, I you can see that there's value, but I can argue that there's no value. There's actually there's value on Philly with it being under seven points. Just because they didn't cover last week again. Not Different just last situation. Week. They, they have a stat here. Not just last week, but as a dog of uh, three and a half to ten points, they are seven and fifteen against the spread in the last 20, 22 games in that role. So historically, they haven't played well mm-hmm. in that role. Whereas Tampa, as a dog of three and a half to ten points, they're six and two against the spread. Again, these are not substantial mm-hmm. trends, and they're just trends to 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 go on. But again, it's. It's it doesn't favor them in that situation. Yeah, maybe not trends wise, but again, I, I, that first trend you le- mentioned about Philly, you're looking at 22 game sample size, right? Yes, when they were. A I don't think. I yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if favorite, Chef Kelly was in that role of them himself. Well, it's you know, three and a half to ten but, points. That's a wide yeah, range. So yeah. again, could be. I think but he's been sure. in that role for. Probably uh, half of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe possibly got most of those seven wins, right? Sure, that's something so, that the viewers just, or listeners can go back and double check. And, the, yeah, and the trend with uh, Tampa Bay, I yeah. think you're getting some of that, uh, mo- half of that coming in this year with their games. I don't think that's the Because most of the times I think they were underdogs this year. So, But anyways... Um, my pick is Philly to cover that minus five and a half is what I'm looking at right now. Sure. So, oh, Philly, I think I moved to six. Could be six, but if it's staying under a touchdown, I like Philly, and I would go ahead and take it. So you're taking that six then, if yeah. it does I'll, stay at six. I'll right. take it so at six. So you're giving it out at I'll, five and a half slash six. Slash six, sure. 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 I'll even take the six. We can lay it down at six if you want. Sure. But your recommendation is five and a half. Sure, it's understandable. Sure. Okay. Which brings me to my last game, which is, I jumped ahead of myself earlier, and now I can say it, the New England Patriots are my last pick. Oh. Minus seven points. This is kind of the same caveat that you just gave. I want this at seven. Do not want this at seven and a half. Uh, just the insurance there factor. It's a huge, huge thing to go over to. Or to a huge half point there in this game. That's what it's going to mean. But take New England seven points at home. They've won every home game this year by a minimum of seven points. Uh, I don't see what the, why they're not going to do it this this week again against the Bills because they already went into Buffalo earlier this year. And Tom Brady put up 460 yard, 66 yard, uh, six, 466 passing yards versus the Buffalo uh, team in the last meeting. And that was the Buffalo uh, Buffalo franchise worst mm, that they've given that's up. That's right, that's right. 400 and what, 80, 66 yards, you said? Right, right. 466 yards. And, uh, well, and again, Brady just owns owns Buffalo. He's 21 and 24-3 straight up against Buffalo. I know that doesn't mean much for the spread, but again, I'm loving this in teasers as well, so that's a good stat if you like to play teasers. Mm. To take them down to just a pick them and, and uh, on uh, for Brady to come out and beat uh, Buffalo. Mind you, they did. Buffalo did come out and outright beat New England last year in New England 
I don't see that happening again. They're not going to do it two years in a row. And, uh, again, like I said, Brady just put up phenomenal numbers against him last time. Didn't even need to use the run game. Uh, another thing is New England is 5-2 and two against the spread on Monday Night Football. Buffalo is, uh, where is it? I had them here. What? Sorry, don't have the Buffalo stat here. I thought I had written down for them on Monday nights, but they are two. In, Buffalo is two and three against two and thirteen. Sorry, two and thirteen against the spread after a win as an underdog. So that and again, not only was it a big win as an underdog against the the Jets last week, but it was against the Jets, like I said, against Rex Ryan's old team. So not only was that a big win as an underdog, but that was a big win. Probably one of the biggest wins of Rex Ryan's season this year. I think that was a Super Bowl in, in his mind. But anyways, it could pretty he much cheered be. like it was when he won the game at the end of the game. Right now, I don't know how how much you're gonna get up or how much you're gonna how much he prepped for this game. I'm sure he did prep hard for Belichick, but Belichick always finds a way to just trick him and deceive him. Uh, New England this year is uh, not this year. In the last 22 games, is 16 and six against the spread at home. Uh, four and one straight up in this in the head-to-head series. Three and two against the spread. Uh, what else can I say? They, like I said, New England won every game by seven points minimum at home this year, and they are eleven and five. New England is eleven five and one against the spread versus teams above five hundred. So, I'm liking New England to to roll this one. They win by a minimum of seven. So make sure you don't get the seven and a half, because you know just insurance. Because they're gonna win by a minimum of seven, and if they hit that minimum, you don't want to be on the seven and a half side. Is why I'm telling you take the insurance on the seven. On the seven. But they will win minimum seven. Seven points. Minimum seven at home today. Great for teasers mm-hmm. uh, if you want to play them. Mm-hmm. But those are my uh, picks for this week. I'll go recap them. Uh, I'm liking New England minus seven. I'm liking the Jets minus three. And I'm liking Indianapolis and Atlanta Falcons over 47 points for this weekend. You want to recap your two picks? Uh, I'm liking the New York Jets minus three as well with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Philadelphia Eagles minus five and a half. Mm-hmm. Two chalks on the board. Well, I got two chalks too. Yep. One's big chalk. But I still feel very confident about that one. Uh, so let's move on to the rest of the games. The next segment, which is the end segment, which is we just run through the games that we didn't touch on. And if we have a lean or not, we will give it out. If not, just say pass. Move on to the next. Uh, we'll start with uh, Washington and Carolina that we didn't touch on. Carolina is at home. They are getting seven points. Or they're favored by seven points. And the over-under is 45 points. And I'll start this off by saying this is a pass. I want nothing to do with this game. Uh, on to you, James. <laughs> yeah, hard game, but I think if Carolina can get up for this game, I can see him winning by two touchdowns. I just don't trust Washington on the road. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely a pass for me. I'm not going to lay any money, right, at least right now. Let's Carolina, move on. Carolina does have a new, uh, game coming up Thursday night this mm. week against Dallas. Right. It's a tough game. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe looking ahead because everybody kind of overlooks Washington here. Yeah. So yeah. I do see Carolina winning, but it's hard for me to trust them in this spot. Okay. Oakland uh, at Detroit. Oakland at Detroit. This one, I have a lean to Detroit. Uh, Oakland opened up as a one point, one and a half point favorite. It is now Detroit minus one with the over under 49 and a half points. 
I still leave Detroit in this one. I just think it's a real bad spot. This is on my short list. I just didn't have enough to, to go on with Detroit. But I think Oakland is a very bad spot in this game. It's a non-conference uh, road game. Road game for, for Oakland. And uh, it would have been nicer if they were favorites. Because they do bad in the favorite role as well. Mm. And again, it is against Detroit. But Detroit came off that big victory against Green Bay. So I think they're going to be a little bit more hyped up for this game. I have a lean to Detroit in this game, but uh, not enough to make it my best bet. You? Yeah, I, 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 just, I think it's a pass. I don't want to trust Oakland on the road. And and one tells me that Detroit is probably the side here, but I can't I can't lay money with that Detroit team, the way they look and the way they... they even that win against Green Bay, I was I was on Detroit in the spread, but I was oh, they, not impressed at all with that win that they, they had tried to give Green, Green Bay. Bay the win. I think they so tried. exactly. Okay, so let's go on the next game: Dallas at Miami. It's a pickup at forty-seven and a half. Uh, it's actually there. minus one now. For minus Dallas. one for Dallas. It's so. uh, forty-seven points again. This is another non-conference road game for Dallas. Uh, I got a very slightly into Miami, but not much. And yeah, game, me too. It could change my game time. But this game seems too volatile for me. Correct. It's a pass teams, for so. me. But, okay, let's go to the fourth uh, game, the next game. Indy, oh no, sorry. Uh, St. Yeah, Louis. Louis. Oh yeah, we game taken. Sorry. Yeah, St. Louis at Baltimore. St. Louis at Baltimore again. And uh, two and a half. Do I have it, it? What's the spread you have now? Two and a half. Two and a half. Minus Baltimore. two and a half for Baltimore. And forty-one and, and a half for this total. Yeah, I think there's a lot of angles for both teams. Um, but right now it's a pass for me. Uh, again, I, I was struggling. I really wanted to make St. Louis a play, but uh, me too. it was hard for me to trust them. But I do lean St. Louis in this mm. game. Baltimore is 0-6 against the spread as a favorite. Mm. 0-7 against the spread versus teams below 500. Mm. And uh, St. Louis off of that, uh, they were a 7-point favorite last week, and they lost by double digits. Double digits so usually a team that, uh, that loses that bad against the spread, uh, one week, the next week, they usually bounce That's back with a good effort. So... Again, that's all I can go with here, but with Case Keenum in the lineup. Yeah, with the new QB, I was going to say Case Keenum. I'm not sure what, what you're going to get all, either. Even but. with Foles in there, I don't yeah. know, after what I saw last week, yeah. it just confirmed that this guy's garbage. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't know if I can even trust yeah. him, even if Foles was in there. If they only had a capable quarterback there, you know, I think St. Louis well, was top yeah, notch, Quarterback, bro. wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> They do have a running back, it seems yeah. like they do have one they now. finally so found one, exactly. At least it seems like it. Anyways, let's All move right. on. Uh, we got Denver at Chicago. Another huge game mm. with huge implications in terms of intangibles and uh, teams playing each other. You got... Uh, oh, sorry, let me start off by saying this. Denver is a one-point favorite mm. on the road and the over-under is 41. Mm. Now, this is... Uh, Denver is a one-point favorite? I oh, thought they were the underdog. They switched. It's oh, they switched. switched. Recently, yeah, they're trying to get some love, and now mm. they're a one-point favorite. Uh, Osweiler starting in place for Manning. you got uh, John Fox going against his old team. you got Tressman going against his old team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tressman, yeah. yeah. So you got a lot of intangibles here. Uh, Talib coming back for Denver, but Demarcus Ware is out for Denver. Uh, and I don't know how you can back either team here and, and, and feel good about it here. No, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. It's like if Demarcus Ware was playing, I think I'm all over Denver. Without Demarcus Ware, some, some their defense just doesn't look the same. So for me uh, right now. 
you know, without DeMarcus Ware, I think I might have a slight lean to Chicago. With DeMarcus Ware, I think I have a lean towards Denver. I think he changes my opinion that much. But right now, I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't think he's playing, though, DeMar- DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware, from what I... My he's, notes say that he's out. He's out, so, yeah, so I, I it, it looks like Chicago's the right play, but I'm not sure, I don't, I'm not sure if Chicago's really that good. Many people are touting that they are, but. The, the, the over-under, if anything, in this game, I have a slight lead to the over. I think it's past that key number of 42, it's went down too low, and I think there might be some value on the over. Not enough for me to play it, but, again, a low total like that in a non-conference uh, game. And again, the two teams know each other pretty well. Yeah. It might. It might go over again. I'm not going to recommend it, though. Let's move on to Kansas City at San Diego. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kansas City is a three-point favorite on the road. The over-under is 45 points. And I've been flip-flopping on these teams all week, and it's still flip-flopping, so it's going to be a pass. But one thing i got to say is that uh, Green Bay or San Diego is still banged up with Gates. Green, Floyd, and Fluker all not practicing for San Diego early in the week. So, uh, if you do like San Diego, I'd keep a close eye on those uh, injuries. Mm-hmm. Are you like anything in that game? No, it's kind of a pass to me right now because I'm not sure. I have reasons for both and reasons to stay off both. Um, so, right now, it's uh, no play for me. No play, okay. No. Going to another big game of importance, the Green Bay Packers going on the road into Minnesota. Minnesota is a one-point favorite in this game. The total at 44 and a half. A big game with big implications here uh, for both teams. The Green Bay doesn't want to lose and lose ground to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, at the same time, doesn't want to let Green Bay back into this. Uh, as for leaning here. I have a very slight lead to Green Bay. I, again, not enough for me to play it, but that's just more so. I just don't foresee them dropping four straight. But again, it wouldn't surprise me because the way they've been playing, so that's why I'm going to lay off of this game. And especially the way Minnesota's been playing. They've been playing great so far. It's hard to fade a team like that and go against a team that's... They're both trending in opposite directions, so I'm going to stay away from this game. Yeah, me too. It's a hard division game. Both teams gonna go playing for first place, so I don't know which one to lean anyways, but right now it's a no play. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, San San Fran at Seattle, and I got a spread of minus 12 and a half. It's 13 yeah. now. It's 13 like, now. The over-under has dropped a point to yeah. 39 points, a very low over-under in this game. Yeah. Uh, all right. six of these last previous meetings have went under the total. Mm. So, and Seattle is 5-1 straight up and 6-0 and against the spread in those last six meetings versus San Fran. And to me, it's Seattle or nothing, but with the yeah. spread this high, I can't trust Seattle with the yeah. spread this high. Yeah. No, I agree. It's Seattle or nothing, but it's high with the spread. I generally don't take double-digit uh, favorites in the NFL anyways. Just because there's, they're always open to that backdoor cover. You know, you can see a 21-7 game and a cheap fluky touchdown at the end to crush your cover there, right? Correct. I just can't see Seattle-San-Fran moving the ball. That's a huge backdoor for a team that's not consistent with scoring points. Yeah, and now you're taking Gabbard again on the second game in a a row, you know? He already won the first game. I'm not sure he's going to get any more wins the rest of the season. 
But, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with you there, yeah. but again, the spread is way but too wide. But yeah, I'm not it, taking it, it double digit slight, points. Still is a slight lead to the other yeah. Oh, I do. I do have a slight lead, but I don't know if you want to take double digits in the NFL. And uh, betting purposes, it's always hard to take yeah. that kind of spread. Yeah. Unless you're going to tease it one way or the other, but... Even yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Even yeah, still, even still since he showed you that you could have teased that, it still lost against Houston. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next 8:30 p.m. Sunday night. Sunday night, Cincinnati at Arizona. The spread is five points for Arizona at home, and the over/under is 48 and a half. Uh, I was still flopping on the sides in this game, but I have been steady on liking the over in this mm. game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair between these two. I'm leaning towards the over. Uh, since he coming off that pitiful, pitiful performance on Monday, I know they're in a short week, but that is such a bad performance that I can see them throwing up some numbers, especially against an Arizona team that's going to be sandwiched in between. They just played Seattle, then they played St. Louis and San Fran in the upcoming weeks. Uh, so this may be a letdown spot on the defensively for Arizona. It may open the door for some points for Cincinnati. Where And on the flip side, Arizona at home has just been a constant, almost... Good for 30 points almost every week at home this year. So, and, and another thing is it's a Monday night game. Tends to fly over the total. Uh, I mean, Sunday night games tend to fly over the total. Mm-hmm. As well as it being a non-conference mm-hmm. division. A non-conference, non-division game. So, everything, all the stats point to the over for this one. And it's very, very close. This is the one that I just left out of mm-hmm. my card as a player. Yeah, player. you know, it's funny you mention that because it was on my short list as well. I had Cincinnati at my plus five on my short list, and and also the over on my short list. With, with my luck, but this will be the one that wins, and I'll lose the <laughs> one that I actually yeah. put my best bet on. Yeah. I think I, by game time, I think I might be playing the over on this game, but uh, but I, like and I also and I do like Cincinnati on the side. I know they're generally points. not good on prime time games. But I think they can stay in the num in, in, in within that number. There are five they, points. They they definitely have potential. Good enough team to yes. do it, but it's very hard. Always hard to play in Arizona. Yeah, no, no definitely. But Arizona also defensively. Um, or sorry, Arizona did lose a key O lineman in that game against Seattle, Mike Lupati. Oh, he should be back for this game. Oh, is he? From what really? I read, he should be back for this game. So it's huge for Arizona. Oh, really? If they can get him back. He, Huge, really? Yes. That makes a huge difference. Well, I mean, I I, it too. is on my short list, but it might be changing now. That that's big because his replacement last week again oh, in, in horrible. Yeah, in pitiful. Seattle was horrible. Yeah. And if that continues and Lupati can't play, look for Cincinnati to exploit that. But definitely. again, I would double check that injury. Mm-hmm. But when I checked it as of, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it was earlier this morning. Yes, mm-hmm. earlier this morning, he was playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to the last. Oh no, actually, the last game was that, that is, one. That was the thinking, last game. That was we went last through game. all the games already. Uh, so once again, thank you for all those, all of you who download and listen on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, wherever you're listening. We're up everywhere, posting it all around to get the winners to everyone in the betting public. Uh, thank you again, and uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at the Betting Brothers, uh, Betting Bros Pod, on uh, Twitter, or email us at Betting Bros Podcast, Betting Brothers Podcast, all one word at gmail.com. 
Uh, hope everybody has a winning weekend this week, just like we're gonna be on with my three and zero picks. I gotta get it through this week. I gotta get my three and zero. I see a five and zero between us this week. Buddy. That's great. That's awesome. We're gonna <laughs> right back in and right back to where we should be at this. Yeah, at this, yeah this we year. generally are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so think uh, again. Uh, hope everybody has a winning week. You wanna end this up with anything? Peace out. Peace out. See you guys tomorrow or next week. <laughs>